getting cream. Never let them all get in between of what we started. Little nigga, but I'm lying hearted. They love me when I was stuck and they hated when I departed. I go and get it regardless. Draw like I'm an artist, no crawling. We're straight to walking with foreigns in my garages. A foreign bitches menaging. Fucking sucking and swallowing anything for a dollar. They tell me, get him, I got him. I did it without an album. I did shit with Mariah. Lil nigga, I'm on fire. Icy as a hockey ring, Philly nigga, I'm flying. When I bought the Rolls Royce, they thought it was lease. Then I bought that new Ferrari, hey, the rest in peace. Hey, the rest in peace. Best in peace to them parking lot. Fan is so big, can't even fit in my parking spot. You ain't talking about my niggas, then what you talking about? Gangsta move in silence, nigga, and I don't talk a lot. I don't say a word. I don't say a word was on my ground and now I got what I deserve. Fuck, nigga. Hold up, wait a minute. Y'all thought I was finished? When I bought the ass tomorrow, y'all thought it was winning? Touching on these niggas, I'm like Papa on the spinach. Double M, yeah, that's my team. Rose, the captain, I'm lieutenant, I'm the type. Turn that shit off. Turn that shit off. Whoa, okay. Whew. Welcome. Welcome. Welcome back, guys, to another episode of. The Entangled Thoughts Podcast. I am your host, Poetic Justice, here as humbly as I can. And this is the podcast where there ain't no hoes. But you know what, guys? We do think out loud. If this is your first time listening to us, the podcast, welcome to the family. Welcome to welcome your little thoughty. Uh, hopefully. If you if you're liking what you hear today, go ahead, drop that follow button, turn on your notification bell so you get notified anytime we update with a new episode. And if you listen to this on Apple or Spotify, uh, please go ahead, get us a five for that rate because you know we deserve it. I've been waiting on my ass off for this, so just like just it's like a little nod, like hey yo bro, we appreciate your work. So go ahead, leave us a five star review, and also like if for Apple Podcasts they do have a review option. If you just drop a couple words about how you feel about the podcast, I'd really appreciate it. And also, this episode, like every other episode, is brought to you proudly by our Patreon sponsors. Our Patreon, if you don't know about Patreon, let me tell you about place, guys. A place that's free of judgment, free of scrutiny. Join a Patreon, the kingdom, guys. Uh, it is, the kingdom is our our patreon where you get access to not only bonus content but you get access to vlogs uh incoming parties um and bonus podcasts never before release on where we can be able to talk free the lip because on streaming services and on youtube there's a lot of stuff we're not allowed to say there's a lot of stuff we're not allowed to do so just join us for the patreon there you're getting a lot more bang for your buck it's just a dollar a month and not only that but uh you know you're you're helping us. You're helping us achieve our dreams of being a full time content creator. So this week for the Patreon, we're gonna read off our names. We got Trinity Moody. Thank you, Trinity. We got Jaden Fields. You know he Jaden keep it real. We got Michelle. <clears throat> Michelle, how you doing, baby girl? How you doing? And last but not least, we got Seti Love. All on the Patreon. There we go. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, those are all our Patreon members in the streets, guys. If you see them, you respect them as such. They big steppers out here. Um, so thank you for your patronage, guys. And always, I'm here to put on a show for you guys. So uh, also, thank you to Anchor for our sponsor. But we'll, we'll get into a little. We'll get into that a little bit later. All right. So, Miles, how's your week been? First of all, before we get into how my week's been, how's your week's been? I bet I don't. I'm assuming y'all listening to this on your way to work, on your way to school, whatever it may be. Um, hope you're having a good day. Hope you're having. I hope you have a good day, or and or night, depending on what time you work. May this podcast carry you through the next hour and a half of your of your little work schedule. Which we're gonna get we're gonna talk about my work week later in the pod, but like my week's been okay. Uh I've uh 
I've 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 been like getting back into the flow of like doing my own clips, and like last week was officially the first week that we brought back clips. <sighs> Hold on, see, that's wrong, buddy. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. We brought back clips officially. Uh, and like the reception for these clips are what I expected to be. I expected it to be about like eighty percent bad, twenty percent good, just because I know how the internet is. Uh, the twenty percent is really what I look for. But most of these clips, and again, I I, I post uh, the clips I make are typically the wilder ones, the stuff where I'm saying the wild shit. So just so people get a full taste of uh, what the podcast is looking for, right? I at, at the at the worst end of the spectrum. So, did the clips, did about like six clips last week, um, posted them. Now, these clips incited a little drama. First things first, it, it did exactly what the fuck it was supposed to do. The clips increased our numbers like crazy. Uh, so, so thankful to that. So, if you're a new listener, shout out to you. Welcome to the family. I, like, I appreciate your, um, your patronage towards this podcast. Um, yeah, so it, it, it generated, it generated traffic. That's what it was supposed to do. But this traffic came with a little, uh, a little incitation. Seti Love, our, uh, second co-host, let me become aware of a developing situation that was happening. What situation, you ask? Well, very simple. Said he uh, let it be known that some people at his uh, work of establishment became aware of some of these clips. Now, last week we were talking. Oh, well, I yeah, episode forty three. We were talking about um, out of context Bible verses and Bible verses that would just be overall problematic in today's society. Uh, so, with this Bible verse being. It's like, oh yeah, okay, wild, wild. Like, okay, one of them was uh, Leviticus twenty thirteen. If a man were to lie with another man as a woman, they've committed an abomination. They shall both be put to death. And I made a joke as a Baptist preacher would. He was like, if you are if you are a transsexual and you be fucking these niggas, the Bible says you should die. They, they like yeah. So these uh his coworker saw this clip and this coworker happens to be a part of the alphabet people. You know, you know, these they're they're the guys that wanna claim equal rights, but uh when shit gets equal, it's not really fair. Um that's fucked up. That's fucked up to say. I shouldn't say that. I said it. It's out there in the universe. So obviously they had a disgruntled with my uh, uh, uh with my depiction of this Bible verse, and they went after Seti, uh, which I think is a bitch move. If you if you gonna attack somebody, attack some attack the person from the attack the horse of the the mouth of the horse. There we go. I have no problem with people in my comic section, but like don't come for my bro. Like, cause like the clip that they were talking about, he was he was barely in it, and he was just laughing as he's supposed to be. It, it's a fucking joke. Um, so they came after him. The 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 this person we call we're gonna call this person T. So T came after Seti talking about like he pulled him aside, and this this is based off Seti's depiction. So I might this might not be a hundred percent accurate, but to my knowledge, uh. T pulled Seti aside, like, hey, I watched your fucking clip from the podcast. That was insensitive hell. I can't believe you really like this. I'm going to tell everybody who you really are. So T goes around to uh, Seti's workplace, showing people the clip and, like, telling them to check out the podcast. Welcome, guys, because I know y'all probably hate watching me right now. Uh, and, like, it's like, this is a type of person Seti really is and did wonders for our numbers. Love that. Love to see it, and it made Cedric feel a type of way about it, as he should. These people are now attacking his character, but at the end of the day, we're content creators. We're we're people in the public space, so this should be an everyday, everyday thing for us. 
So, let me, yeah, 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 that's good, that's good. Turn on that. Yeah, yeah, you can hear me? Yeah, like that, like that. Um, so yeah, with being with being creators in the space, this should be a everyday thing for us. Um, obviously, Cedric is he's just he's just getting used to the um this the what comes along with uh being a content creator even even like all the not so necessarily fun parts of it you get what i'm saying so uh yeah and like he's he's learning to handle it very well go back to yeah yeah learning to handle it very well that is that is his uh test his testimony to being a content creator so far But yeah, fuck these people. Like disrespectfully, fuck these people. Like if you, like I don't know, it's just weird. So if y'all like, I'm. This is my invitation to you guys. If you have a problem with me, if you have a problem with anything I say, come on the podcast. Let's talk it out. Let's have a conversation. Let's 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 get this bitch on and popping because like we we're two. Well, I would hope you're an adult. We're two adults. Uh, we can sit down. We can have a conversation. We can talk about things. I'm gonna be cracking jokes. I don't care if you laugh or not, but I'm gonna think it's funny. But like, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it for the culture. All right. All right. Life's full of tales and stories, but those stories would define our character. So this week's being <sighs> the midnight train to Chicago, part two. I was stuck between this one and another story, but like last night, I shot like a terrible ass podcast. So, gotta scrap that. And um, I decided to go with this story. Mainly because I had somebody, somebody asked me about it today. And uh, I thought it was like, yo, it would be interesting to get the full scope of the story. So, I, pre- I present to you. The Midnight Train to Chicago, Part Two. Now, last when we when we last left off, I was driving home from Chicago. It's snowing, sleeting hails coming down on my windshield. I'm in my car and I'm playing Post Malone. I fall apart on repeat. Then I get a notification on my phone. It was from Tinder. I'm not trying to fuck with these whores right now. Open up the Tinder. I see this message from this cutie. We're going to call her. Ooh. <laughs> hold that thought. Hold that thought. We, we, we got to give her a name to give her character. Because I, I, I know for a fact I'm going to be saying her name a lot in this uh, story. Let's see, let's see, let's see. We're going to call this girl Alex. So Alex messages me. And Alex is this nice, cute, Brazilian blonde chick. So I'm like, okay, okay. Look, I'm, I'm looking through a little Tinder profile. She, she got it. She got it. So like we start messaging back and forth. Oh, how you doing? I'm doing well, beautiful. How how how, how how's your life? How's your how's life? Like you know you know it's a spinning game. Um, we eventually get to like what? Well, hey, so where you from? Like oh, I'm from the H down south, the dirty south. And she's like, oh, where you ladies? She asked me what I did in Chicago. I told her I had some things to take care of. She didn't, she didn't she didn't need to know my full purpose there. She didn't need to know that. But okay, okay, well, cool. The connection has been established. Me and her start talking for a couple more weeks, and then like she's, I, I can't remember what she said. She like said something over text, and I was like, "Hey, don't fucking play with me. I'll, I'll take a flight right up in that bitch. I'll, I'll, I'll take a drive right up in that bitch anytime the fuck I want. Don't play with me. Don't do that." And she said, "Do it." And I said, "Say fucking less." So I, 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 I booked the time off. You like, you like, okay, bet. And then like, I think the next week. I'm driving back to Chicago. On this car ride back to Chicago, I'm feeling uh, a maelstorm of emotions. I'm going back to the city. 
the Chirac, right? Where, where got my heart like crypt walked on. Like, I don't know how to feel going back to this city. Because after the last time I was in the Chirac, uh, didn't end so well for me. Get to my hotel. I'm in my hotel now. I was like, okay, okay, I'm I'm here. I'm ready. Let's get it. I'm doing my thing. We we me and her make plans to meet up, and she the the meetup happened expeditiously, and I was like, oh. I don't like this. Got got to the city somewhere like nine o'clock at night, and I uh, picked her up. You know, like and like Shorty was looking good, bro. She she was everything I hoped her to be. I was like, okay, okay, this is a fucking bet. We in this thing like white on rice. Uh, <laughs> so I'm in the city, right? Picked her up. We ended up going to this drive-in movie theater. I don't know what to tell you, but she got piped in that fucking car in the drive-in movie theater. I don't know what to fucking say. Um, <laughs> but like afterwards, we like we go on like cute dates to take her out to like dinner or something. And I got to meet like her little friend, her best friend or whatever. That was cool. Um. But my problem with Alex was uh, I started to see who she really was. And that wasn't a problem. The problem is me. I'm 100% a problem. I, I can admit this. Because um, she would talk. And I would inquire about certain things that I like about how she would think. And her answers would be not favorable for me. Well, Miles, what do you mean by that? I will tell you, random listener for somewhere a part of the world. Um, for example, I was like, oh, who do you listen to? Like, like, do you like comedy? And she's like, oh, yeah, I love comedy. It's like, like, I love to laugh. I was like, okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Who are some of the comics that you listen to? And then she starts naming them. I was like, she's, first of all, she started, like, first red flag. She started naming all women. That's the problem right there. Most women comics aren't funny. Ah. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hear me out. Hear me out. Most women comics, they will tell jokes specifically for women. Stuff only women can get and really understand, i.e. about their periods or or about, like, getting birth control, getting fucked I am a I am a man. I don't know. I don't have anything to do about that. What the fuck am I going to do with like, damn, you like it? Fuck too. That's crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> but like, okay, first red flag, and then then obviously she rebuttaled the question. I was like, oh, I only listen to the greats, you know, Andrew Schultz. Um, Dave Chappelle and uh, you know Kevin Hart like the greats and she goes I know this bitch didn't scoff when I said fucking Dave Chappelle are you what was what what, what was that what, what are you doing and then she goes I just think Dave Chappelle is not a good person I hate him he's fucking disgusting Whoa, whoa, whoa. Why are you attacking this man's character? Dave Chappelle is the perfect instance of intelligent ignorance. He's goaded. He's like, well, I I saw that clip from his last special and it, it it just rubbed me the wrong way. Did you watch the last special? I didn't need to. Why would I watch somebody as bigoted as him? Oh, I get it. I get it. You're one of the me too bitches. Oh, I can't say that. I can't be saying that out loud. (laughs) You know, that's going to be made a fucking clip. 
I need y'all to understand. Like, hold up. Let me get this for the. <laughs> That's gonna be made into a fucking clip. I'm fucking dead. They gonna count. They gonna come cancel me with that one. So, so it was like, okay, obviously now, like now, we have a visible problem. I can see it, but she's not letting. I, I'm, I, she's not gonna be. It. I I can see this shit from a mile away. And she was like, like, she had some concerns. She voiced her concerns about us dating. She was like, well, I don't know how this would work because I know you're from the South. And typically, a lot of people from the South tend, tend to be a lot more conservative. And I was like, yeah, I could see that. I'm conservative in, like, some, some of my views. I could see that. She's like, well, what views? Like, okay. First of all, if we're going to get into it, let's get into it. I am pro-life. Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I said that wrong. I said that wrong. I am pro-choice. I am pro-choice. As far as, like, if we're talking about abortions, I am pro-choice. I believe it is a woman's power and ability in her body. If she wants to, it's her baby, and she and it's her body, so she has the right to choose to do so however what she wants. That goes all the way up until I get somebody pregnant. Right now, I'm a 23-year-old male in the game. Um, I'm not financially stable for for a baby as right now. Not financially stable. I need I need to get there. I'm grinding, trying to get there for a child. So what that means is like, bitch, you better you, you we better kill that baby. You better start drinking this fucking bleach alcohol, or better yet, remember like that scene from Naruto versus Sasuke when like. Naruto just to like, he's like, like, Naruto start going ham on Sasuke's stomach. That's how I'm doing you. Like, it's going to be like, and then you're over. That, that was for the clips, guys. That was for the clips. Um, but yeah, like, certain problems like that I could see coming up in our relationship. And like, obviously, if you're dating somebody, I think it's very important for you to know their views on like certain topics because those views can end up becoming, um, a point of tension for your relationship. So, see her. I see her little views, and like she, and like like the more I started to see, the more I started to interact with her, the more her views started coming out, and that it became a. It wasn't a problem for me because I really don't give a fuck. Because like we can we can if she asks me my views, I'm not I'm not I'm not about to pander to her. The fuck no, I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep it a buck with you. I'm gonna keep it a buck. So, like, she, like, to give you some more, like, of her, like, radical views, I thought, was, like, she likes to believe all women, like, she, like, she, like, you should believe a woman 100% of the time. Dangerous thinking. Um, a man should never hit a woman. Don't believe that. If a woman puts a hand on a man, that is equal rights, and, and she about to get an equal left with that hoe, too. Um... That was funny. That was funny. I'll get that one. Yeah, she about to get equal left with that one. Hope. Um, yeah, those are the top two that just came to my mind. So, one day, I'm 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 chilling. I'm at I'm at I'm at the, I'm at the his house. I came back from Chicago or whatever. At the his house, and she ended up visiting her family in Brazil. Okay, cool. Do your thing, baby girl. And we was ended up te- we ended up texting, whatever. And um, she made this comment about her family member, um, about like how she doesn't like him because he's kind of like he he's an abusive man. He it was, it was something along 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 the lines of uh that he's sexist. There we go. She she called him. She she he's sexist. To which I responded, "Oh, is he is he sexist, or is he just a very traditional male?" There's a difference. And then she took that as an attack, bro. She took it to the she took that level and raised it to the max, right? So the conversation, I'm a conversation went like that. 
it went kind of like this. This is how it went. Oh, is he traditional? No, no. Is 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 he a sexist or is he just a traditional man? Male. How dare you? Was he? He's like man. I, I tried. I tried. I fucking tried. <laughs> but like to give you scope, what, what was said? She was like, "How dare you!" I like it, it's it's not right for him to just think like a woman should be, stay in the kitchen and like was like well do you want to do a man's job man's job requiring you doing the dirtiest jobs having you did it take the very clothes off your back to feed somebody and like sacrificing your time of day your sanity in order to make sure that family is provided for and family not only including your spouse. But also your kids, your grandkids, uh, your your grandmother, and so on and so forth. That's what it is to be a man. She was like, uh, "No, that's a, that's 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 a man's job." And I was like, "Okay, so you should sh- kindly shut the fuck up." Like I didn't tell her like that. Come on now, I have I have class, I have class. But like that's that's the energy I gave her, and we get we ended up getting into this big argument. To which she tried to flip that conversation. Like the the argument turned into like, oh, you know what? Your biggest red flags about you are the people that you watch. And I was like, whoa, whoa. Now, now, bitch, you stepping over some boundaries. Yeah, you, you're stepping over lines. I can't have you attacking uh, the people I look up to. She like, she's like Joe Rogan. He's fucking disgusting. He's a R word. Um, not only that, but um. Fresh and fit, they're they're terrible. I love fresh and fit guys. Let, let's get that out the fucking way. They're fucking phenomenal. As far as podcasting, they're 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 doing their thing. And um, fresh and fit, they're fucking disgusting. And then Young Don, the Sauce God, he's misogynist. I was like, whoa, whoa! Now you now you stepping out of line, bitch. You don't talk about Don like that. I, <laughs> you don't talk about Don like that. You know, this bitch went too far. She went too far. She started talking about Young Don. Don't like that. Don't like that. I'm instantly turned off. So we get into the argument. And the argument evolves into something more. Like, for her to begin evolving into uh, me triggering her trauma. Her trauma being that she was um, sexually assaulted by a random man. Now, I believe equal opportunities for every motherfucker. Uh, so like she, and I was like, you got to question the motives. You get like, there's always three sides. To, there's three sides to every story. There's your side, their side, and there's the truth. I believe it's imperative to know all three sides when, when judging a person based off their actions. And then she brought up like this, this, this was a, a what I call a inflammatory attack. She asked me a redundant question. I call it redundant because the question was fucking stupid. Uh, I'm 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 on oh, fucking demon time tonight. Why am I so aggressive? She, why am I so aggressive? <laughs> like like I don't like. <laughs> so she asked, "Was it like what about the man that uh, sexually assaulted me?" You would want to question him too? And I was like, yes, a hundred percent. Because we have to question people like that so we can know how to look for signs in the future that if somebody's hurting, how how best that we can help heal them before they hurt another person because hurt people hurt people. And she took that as like, I'm condoning his his assault upon her and took it to the max. Um, so long story came to short, we ended up dissolving wherever the fuck we had. So what's the life lesson in this, guys? It was a point in this relationship where I could visibly see these, uh, these problems coming up. These, uh, like these future fights coming up because of the contrasting, conflicting point of our views. I didn't waver on any of my views. Not neither 
did I buckle or fold or and or pander to hers? I'm a man. Okay. Get that let's get that straight. I don't bend to no one's will. So here's my message for you today, guys. At the end of the day, don't conform to people's wills and or wishes. You do what the fuck you gotta do. Don't let nobody change your beliefs about something either. Because these are your beliefs. They they help shape who you are. So I don't care if it's for a woman. I don't care if it's for a man. I don't care if it's for your job. Do not ever conflict or constrict on your point of views. Because those are what make who you are as a person. Unless you got nasty ass views, then I can't fucking help you. Like, like if if you believe, if you believe in J.D. Smith, then you got to get to stepping. I'm sorry, that bitch is wrong. That bitch is wrong. All right, <laughs> let's let's get into some topics today, guys. This camera battery is going quick. All right. So at work, uh, we got we recently got a new GM, and this GM is getting on my fucking nerves. Right? She she comes. She's an older lady, so uh, a lot of her view, like she's she's she's. First of all, why are you talking to me? Mm. Like, I don't expect everything. Like I I I I only want the basis of conversation. You'd be like, hey, hey, I need you to do this. Okay, cool, great, got it on the way. And that's the basis of conversation for me. Like, that's that's as far as I need our conversation to go. Uh, my problem lies when when our, like, regional manager ever comes in. He, he typically makes uh, very frequent visits. And he comes on and check in the store. Like, first of all... Is it just me or when like like managers or like any type of uh, employee or associate that you're working with, they stand right the fuck behind you to see what whatever you're doing. Like, damn, nigga, can you back the fuck up? Like, damn. And this, this nigga is like he doesn't understand the concept of personal space. Like he looks like he just <sighs> all day. He looks like the type of nigga you would you would. See, like, it at school, and I would bull. I would have bullied the fuck out this nigga. I would have got all on his ass. Um, but like, yeah, this nigga just stands right behind me, and like, anytime he comes in the store, she her pussy be tightening the fuck up. Like, like Miles, what, what, what are you doing? What are you doing, Miles? You need to do a fucking better job. I'm like, bitch, I am going as fast as I can. For those of you know, I'm, I'm a part time cook. I'm moving as fast as I can. So you need to hurry up. Okay. Now, first of all, we've talked about this before, guys. I already don't like people telling me what to do. Let alone this white woman trying to boss me around. It's trudging up some of uh, my ancestral hate. So... He comes. He goes around. He basically starts watching her, and like she, in turn, she starts watching me. And like I'm making, I'm making food for these people, and next thing you know, she's like over my shoulders, like you're doing that wrong. Next, next time you need to do this. And like every five seconds, she is shouting something in my fucking ear. Hey yo, quit your dick eating. Quit your dick. Quit glazing, bro. Like. Like for like, you wasn't telling me this shit like five minutes ago before this nigga walked in. So why you be why you being up my ass about it right now? I'm very I'm very strong in beliefs as far as like if you're gonna be the if you're gonna be an asshole, be the same asshole that you were right before I walked into the room. Keep it keep it twenty five eight all day every day. You you keep that same fucking energy. Don't change up. So that's my problem with her. She she like she just does like too much dick eating for my taste of time. Uh 
Another thing. Ladies. To all you Houston ladies. Y'all really love fucking crawfish. Like, every time fucking crawfish season comes around, girls, y'all go crazy for the shits. Like, I don't know what the fuck be indies. Uh, like, where the fuck do they find crawfish? Like, I'm assuming, like, bays or, like, somewhere, like, in, like, marshes. Like, somewhere in Louisiana. I don't know what the I don't know what the fuck is in like seasoned in these crawfish. But like anytime crawfish season comes around, girls go crazy. They 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 be going to fucking like places like Hooters, Wolfies, getting pounds of crawfish and like these they be digging in. They be I wouldn't be surprised at that some of that that's how some of these girls learn to suck dick. By the way, they be slurping the meat out these fucking crawfish shells. It'd be fucking crazy. Like you tell them, fellas, I got game for y'all. You got a shorty, right? See her like, hey, what you what you trying to do? What you got planned, whatever? She's like, oh, I don't got nothing planned. Why did you have something? Maybe did I have something? Let me let me take you to go get some crawfish. I promise you, she'll suck your dick in the car. Taking a girl to get crawfish in Houston is like like buying a, it's like buying a white girl the weekend tickets. They'll they'll fawn over that shit. You're getting your dick sucked tonight. Like that, <laughs> you are getting. <laughs> Oh, and that crawfish be something da- like that, that crawfish be something dangerous. Like my aunt makes the best fucking crawfish I didn't ever had. But like that, that includes in fun like fucking places. Like she'll we'll make it a whole event day type shit. She'll we'll get the whole family get a text. Hey, we having a crawfish boy. Oh, say fucking less. My aunt get the that fat ass pot. They get like uh, several pounds of crawfish. She be throwing the fucking potatoes in there, the corn, obviously the crawfish, the broth, and she be just stirring that fucking pot, boy. And like my auntie throw down, boy. This should be so scrump delicious. I miss my aunt. I miss my aunt crawfish. I hope she makes some soon. I want crawfish now. Let's go keep crawfish, guys. Ladies, why the fuck y'all don't look where y'all sit? This has been a thing for me for like years. And like I, I just had like epiphany. Like y'all just honestly, y'all live life on the edge. I would not be surprised if y'all out here raw dog in these toilet seats. Because y'all don't look where the fuck y'all sit down. Let me explain. Why are you falling into the toilet? That ends the conversation. Like, it was like for real. Like, why are you falling into a toilet as a grown ass woman? Like, I'm talking about you walking. Like, you. I grew up in a house of all women. It was my sisters, my uh, twin cousins, my mom, and my auntie. All women. Being the only male, obviously, naturally, I piss differently. I piss standing up, not sitting down, like a. B- <laughs> but I usually leave the toilet seat up because, like, I was I, that was a long ass pause. I was trying to find my train of thought. I usually leave the toilet seat up because I'm not, but like that's that's how I pee. And I put the toilet seat up. Okay, cool. Walk out. Somebody walks into the restroom without looking. They just pull down their pants and take a seat, letting their ass hairs touch the fucking toilet water. First of all, that's fucking disgusting. You didn't look where the fuck you sat down. You just took a. You just popped a squat. You nasty. I can't trust y'all. I can't trust the words y'all say now because y'all live life on the fucking edge. Y'all out here raw dogging these toilets. See, so 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 what do you gotta do? Explain this to me. What do y'all got to do? You driving somewhere, right? You, you, you're in a very um, suburban area. 
your stomach tell your ass you got five seconds, bitch. You in the car thinking, oh, hey, yo, can you wait? Nope, no wait. Countdown starts now. Five, four. Can I get like five minutes? No, bitch, you got three seconds. Three, two, and then you find the nearest restroom, right? You go into the restroom. You got the bubbles. I'm talking about your stomach going. You got to take that shit. Go into the restroom. You just popping a squat right there on the spot. You not about to look to see how sanitary this toilet seat is. This all kind. I'm pretty sure some of these, some of these fucking uh, gas stations, the crackies be they they be they be probably lining up the coat on the toilet seat, just sniffing off. Now you got HIV in your, on your ass cheeks. Like I don't think that's I don't think that's good. <laughs> Cancel. Um, I don't think that's a good. I don't think that's a good play. Or better yet, some some uh, foreign countries they be having big ass bugs slash spiders in they fucking toilet plumbing. You flood like this, like uh, most of the time, it's okay. you're supposed to do a safety flush before you before you even take a shit. If you don't safety flush, I can't trust you. I cannot trust you. You're not a not a trustworthy person. Person, you live life on the edge. You probably walk around with no fuck fucking case on your fucking phone. You a demon. <laughs> oh, so this is recent news. BTS, the K-pop group that stormed the world, is now forced to do. 18 months of military service as per tension of the growing the growing tension of North Korea. If you don't know what BTS is, you've been living under a fucking rock. BTS is the hottest uh K-pop boy band out there. Probably the biggest. I don't quote me on that. Um but it's been discussed for for years that uh if they will uh eventually do uh their their military service because in uh the in Korea in North Korea I think this is the, oh South Korea my bad in South Korea it is mandatory for um people once they hit the age of eighteen for them to uh, have serve eighteen months in a uh, military service but BTS being that they are a band and they are like international all across the world it's been for the past couple of years it's been uh, talks of debate. Of if they should serve their term. Well, now since the tensions are getting worse between North versus South Korea with uh, these fake nuclear missile tests, uh, now now like they need to they they prepping up. So they're calling BTS. Imagine you on a battlefield. You over here getting you get it like your squadron getting lit the fuck up, and you see fucking Jimin for BTS, and he's just like, "What's up?" And I was like, "Hey, yo." What are you doing here? Like, nigga, I'm trying to go home. Listen, like, that's fucking wild. Like, imagine you on a battlefield. You see Drake, and he just go, I get it, I get it. We about to kill these women. And, like, like, that's crazy. I can't say that. That's not about to go in the clip. That's fucking wild. If I saw Drake on the battlefield, that's I'm using that light-skinned nigga as a shield. It's like every dark skin for himself. Ooh. Yeah, I'm tired of bitch. It's been a long fucking week. No, don't don't at me. Don't at me. All right. Where we at? Okay, there we go. There we go. I think there's a certain level of savagery that comes from you being curved as a as a male. I think this is like it should like it should be like kind of like a rite of passage for any guy. Uh, the reason I say that is because getting curved is like you need to be okay with rejection. You need to be okay with people telling you no. And I, to to the girls that have pretty uh, to the girls that have pretty privilege, it's very hard for them to be told no. So when they are, they don't know how to fucking act. Like Alex, 
she had pretty privilege. She has never had to like seriously work for anything in her fucking life. She could, she's handed everything on a silver platter, so she doesn't know what it's like to get it out the mud. Um, so she, my point is, I'm up, I, I lost, I lost my train of thought again. I got a text, and I was like, uh, but like, no. My point of that is, like, she is re- very rarely told no or denied of denied anything. So when I did that shit, and she kind of freaked the fuck out, like up, up, like like her, her brain broke because she's not used to that. I think we should, as as a society, I think we should probably tell these women with the pretty privileges. We should tell them no all the time, just so just so they can know what it's like to live. And you know what? Better yet, better yet, there's this conversation. That I heard on the internet about do women have game? I don't think most women. I don't think have game, cause game is like y'all don't got game like guys though. Like let me explain, cause game to me is like okay, this woman thinks like you. You obviously your average looks you. You're an average looking guy, um, or maybe maybe not not even that, cause I don't think I'm an average looking guy. I'm very subpar. Game is taking a girl that has no interest in you and make her think that you're that you that you hold the fucking key of the world. Not not by lying, but by using your natural natural charisma. By making her see the way you uh I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a get into that. I'm so like <laughs> I'm so uh, so <clears throat> all right, let's get it. But, but like yeah, pretty privileged. Like so like I I believe like we should put them in situations where they like I I totally lost the train of thought. Totally lost it. It's gone. Fuck. <laughs> uh let me let me look at my show notes. Let me look at my show notes. Oh yeah, but like yeah, there's like from getting curved from like multiple women, and like after a while, after you get enough nose, you be like, oh, you kind of get used to the nose, and like you develop this level of coldness, this level of I don't give a fuck. So like you, it's and from that coldness, you start to gain confidence. You start to gain confidence in yourself. That's and I feel like this is every man's rite of passage. Like once he's learned how to do such a thing, he he got it in the bag. Okay, yeah. Once he yeah, once he's learned to do such a thing, he 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 got it. He got it. Okay. Allow where are we at? Cool. Last but certainly not least, we gotta talk about the black China. If you don't know about Black China, she got into uh, some shit this weekend because she's uh she wanted to she wanted to post uh an excerpt on her Twitter. I'll read it for you guys. So Black China this weekend posted yesterday I had to give up my three cars. I to, oh yesterday I had to give up three of my cars. My reasons, morals, beliefs, being a single mother, no support, I am a mama. Single, no support, child support. Rob Kardashian, which is the father of uh, one of her kids, responds, I pay 37 k a year for my daughter's school. I handle every medical expense. I pay for all their extracurricular activities, and I have my daughter from Tuesday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? Rob, that's a very valid question. Let's go to Tiger's um, post. Because Tyke is also a baby father of uh, this this demon of a woman. I pay forty k a year for my son school. Yeah, I pay forty k for a year for my son's school, and he lives with me Monday through Saturday. Why would I pay child support? That's a very valid question. This bitch only has her fucking kids on a Sunday. She is a part time mom, and she over here talking about. I had to sell three of my whips because no child support. Bitch, you don't fucking deserve child support. Like, 
you're a part-time mom. You're only a mom on a Sunday. Rob and Tyga got their kids majority of the week. Why the fuck would you get child support? See, see, this woman is a demon. I, I do, I do believe that there is a type of woman, type of woman archetype that exists that believes like if a man has a bag, it is her job to finesse it. I don't think I said that right. Let me say that again. Um, they believe they're they're gold diggers. They're gold diggers. That long story short, like 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 Jamie Fox. She take my money. When I'm in need Yes, she's a trifling Friend in need Oh, she a gold digger Way out of town That dig on me That's what they are That's what they are Like, they like they live in, like, what I What I call the city girl mindset Like, they in their bag, but they They in their, they're in his bag But they in theirs too Like, no and like it's perpetuated a type of stereotype of like how these women should uh should go up. Like if you're not buying her, if you're not getting her a bag, then you're fucking useless to her. I don't agree with that. I don't. I'm I am a modified broke nigga. I can't I can't help you. I can't support your lifestyle, man. Like I like let me level up. But even then, like I think, as I start to as I begin to start to level up, I'm not gonna be fucking with these bitches like that because, like, y'all didn't fuck with me when I was a broke nigga. But now I got a little change in my pocket. Like now, y'all, now y'all see the clout, y'all see the glow. Nah, fuck out of my face. Fuck out, of, fuck out of here with all that, with all that bullshit, man. man. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Let's get into days. Music bag. What I got for y'all is a very special treat. If y'all didn't know, Atlanta is back on. Uh, the first two episodes were fire. Love to fucking see it. So, I wanted to take a trip back down memory lane. The year is 2013. I'm 14 years old. I'm about to. It's my. It's about to be my first experience in high school. And at the time, I was obsessed with this YouTuber by the name of Modern War Negro. What Modern War Negro used to post would be um, Modern War Negro used to post videos of gaming stuff like so. Gil post gaming reviews, gaming subs, or gaming dubs. I guess you could say. And a whole bunch of other funny content was surrounded by gaming. But at the end of every his oh, words, at the end of all of his um, videos, he would have a feature from us uh, from a song that he liked. And I was like, okay, cool. Typically, the songs were pretty cool. Then one day, I see this name pop up. It was, it was a song I was vibing with him. The name of the artist was Childish Gambino. And this was my first introduction and my first, my very, the first rapper I ever like, yo, like this, this guy is the truth. Like the first rapper I ever became my favorite, that ever became my favorite rapper. Um, and at the time he had this project out called Royalty. Royalty is the hardest Childish Gambino project ever put out. And I stand to that to this day. Better than Awaken My Love. Better than camp, better than because of the fucking internet, it is the best, what's to call it, to this day. And I will play y'all a snippet of his freestyle called We Ain't Them. Feeling like the other stuff is kind of behind us. Making jokes here and there, and got us some dollars. Trying to show the whole world what it is that it ain't a game. You saying, homie, stay the course, ain't shit changed. Weird night, and everybody was tipsy. Hanging out with Quest Love, reminiscing about Whitney. He like, man, we can even make it to 50. That reminds me, I sent a long text message to my mom and pop. I got the same speech when I left 30, bro. My mom like, why you wanna leave a good job? My dad like, do your thing, boy, don't stop. Shout out to my nigga Wu. Shout out to my nigga Swank. Okay. This project's about an hour long, guys. 
It is the best hour that you will ever experience. And what royalty is about is like it's it. This is one like to me at least. Now, if I probably listened to it again, it would probably give me a different meaning. But it didn't necessarily have a rhyme or rhythm. It was like it was like a collaboration of like different songs. Some of my favorite songs from the Royalty album, obviously the freestyle that you just heard, called "We Ain't Them." Black faces talking about the importance of seeing black faces as a young black male in media to let people know that hey, you can be, you can do it too, despite what the odds are. Uh, should have known is the one of the slower tracks on here, but it definitely picks up because like <laughs> Gambino's free, like his 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 flow on it is like so fucking unparalleled. Toxic is another. Let me play Toxic for you guys. Turn that up for me. Yeah. <laughs> And like that lemon and Corona, micro type that the big links of bonus. But I would never drink. Now she get that gambolonas. Now she tender Rona, and now she ride my pona. And then childish come in. Dango, my man Dingo. We should do a movie. Groupies looking like the Yakuza in my jacuzzi. Excuse me, I'm on that ooey. My pockets on life with Louie. Your rose is different color. My wallet look like a Coogee. Fire. Fire. Fucking phenomenal album. So if y'all have an extra hour to spare this week, this week, this weekend, please go check out the royalty mixtape by Childish Gambino. It is a is is a like diamond in the rough project that I wish got a full fucking release, but like hopefully one day. Again, one of the better childish Gambino album like projects in my in my personal opinion. Oh. All right, let's get to TV and movies. Uh. Oh, you can feel how fucking tired I am. God damn it, we almost there. We almost there, boys. Let me talk about Bel Air. The Bel Air finale. The Bel Air finale. I've been talking about Bel Air for the past couple weeks since the uh, since the moment that it aired. Bel Air is a fucking masterpiece. So much better than the uh, original because the original obviously probably catered to the time uh with it being the 90s everything was a lot of corny they we had a lot more sitcoms and like it like the subject matter tended to get a little dark at times but nothing as serious as the reboot of that bel-air is giving us now let's talk about this finale Talk about the finale. Spoiler alert. Uh, here we go. The finale starts with uh, with Lou, aka Will's dad, finding Will, and he goes he goes up to the bank's house and sees uh, Vivian and uh, Uncle Phil. Obviously, they have an exchanging of words, which ends up leading to that Lou wants to see Will. Later in the episode, Lou does see Will. They have they tend to have their first real heart to heart, and fucking ever. Uh, but then the conversation the conversation begins to turn sour when uh, Lou starts disrespecting uh, Will's mother and like saying unsavory things about her. Obviously, this upset Will to the point where he was ready to leave Bel Air. Now his whole family is looking for him, and then you really like this episode. You, I think, you really get to see the growth and depth of these characters. For example, Carlton. When the season started, everybody fucking hated Carlton. Carlton played the role of the token black guy in this rich white school, and he was doing there. He was just there to 
fit in with the crowd. He did, he was he didn't have an identity outside of like his school, like fitting in with these white kids. He didn't have an identity. But when Will came into the picture, he just it like it just directed a little uh, a feeling of hate towards him. Uh, because like he would do like un- these unsavory things towards Will, like sabotaging him, him and Elisa's relationship, pushing him in the pool, starting a fight, etc. But now at the end, like when Will goes missing, nobody can find him. You see Carlton start to break down because he realized like he's he stopped thinking Will as like a like a nuisance in his life, uh, a hurdle that needed to be under overcome. But he starts thinking of him as a brother, and it hurts when your brother just leaves without saying a word, and you feel the pain in in uh in in his voice and the way he acts. And, like, he's really emotionally distraught by this. And then, like, Jazz. Jazz is my favorite fucking character in this fucking show. Not only is he smooth, the man stays with a nice-ass fade. He stays with his shades. Him and Hillary, I ship it. I ship it. And, like, there was a moment in this episode where where Hillary is like she she's kind of vulnerable because, like, her and Jazz are, like, like they're starting to hook up. And Will calls uh, Hillary, and Hillary ignores his call. And Will calls Jazz, like, "Hey, yo, I know y'all fucking. Like, like, can you can you put Hillary on the phone?" And it's, it was a, such a funny moment. He's like, "Ah, what, what, what you mean?" Like, it, it, it was it was a good moment. It was a good moment. So, Beller is it's, it's a great fucking series. It's a great fucking series. I'm glad they rebooted. I miss all this Will Smith controversy. I'm glad to see that this is a a very positive ended off on a positive note, and I cannot wait for fucking season two. I hope they don't make us wait too long. Uh, Young Justice, Young Justice again is finally back, episode seventeen. Um, I'm gonna need more time to talk about uh, everything else. Can I pause this? I cannot pause this. But fuck it, we here, boy. We here. We potting. Um. Uh, Let's talk about episode 17. Episode 17 of this part of Young Just like okay. Respectfully it was 13 14 15 or 6. Oh what the fuck? Did I miss an episode? I don't know. But uh the second the second core of uh Young Justice will say that uh so far we've been tracking uh Calder in this in this uh part of the series. Calder is very poised and like he's still hurting from Connor's supposed death. Uh but like Calder like for the past ever since he took over for the covert team, uh he's never really gave himself a reprieve for any time when the uh when the other members died. He just kind of felt he he threw himself into his missions and it shows a level of like trauma that he's like carrying over into his adulthood, he still struggles to deal with, and figuring out how to take care of that trauma is like his little four episode character arc in the episodes seventeen, sixteen, fifteen, and fourteen. Um, another side story of this is uh Garfield, because Garfield is doing with uh drug abuse and depression. Uh, to the point where they had intervention, and this nigga brushed everybody the fucking side. Said like, yo, what, whatever y'all have to say to me, it does not fucking matter. I, I'm gonna get through this on my fucking own. Y'all can get to stepping. Like y'all, I don't want to hear this shit. And like, it's heartbreaking because you see Beast Boy, you you start to see Beast Boy grow and progress from season two to season four, and. During the second quarter, season four, you obviously you clearly see Beast Boy at his lowest point in time. Like he needs help, but like people around him aren't getting him the help that he needs. It's sad to see. Um, and you obviously you just want more for Big Bro because Beast Boy is like I grew up watching Teen Titans. And that's the Beast Boy that I got to know. This Beast Boy, that Beast Boy, that uh, this Beast Boy, like two totally different characters as far as how they act. Um, I definitely rock with Young Justice Beast Boy harder. I, I have to say, that. even though I grew up with Teen Titans Beast Boy, that this Young Justice, this shit go hard, bro. If you're not on Young Justice, you need to get on. <sighs> All right. 
Y'all already know. Welcome to the Blurred Zone, your source for all your nerdy coverage. Let's talk about Shield Hero. Shield Hero was fucking raw as fuck. Uh, first episode came back for the second season. I've been waiting for this since fucking college. Um, Shield Heroes. If you don't know about Shield Hero, it's a very it's a it's an isekai, but re- like typically the roles are kind of reversed. Typically in Isekai, you get brought into a new world without expectations. Uh, you're giving all this power, and like the, the it starts the Isekai um, apocalypse. Like, because all these characters tend to be very overpowered, and like the pacing for these shows are terrible. But Shield Hero does it very nicely. They give this hero his powers, and then they strip it away, frame him of sexual assault frame him of larcency uh and basically smear his name well he well, now he literally has to start from zero and not only that he has the weakest weapon out of all the heroes being a shield so he has to get creative with his stuff and it's like so fucking raw it's a good fucking watch and i definitely recommend watching shield hero so during the second core we get to see where the story is going Obviously, like a good a good indication of where the story might go is obviously watch the openings because I love watching openings, especially if the opening is fire. Like do da da da, da yeah, has a fucking fire season one opening. I I remember that shit. I seen that shit like on the regular. It goes udagiri no you ya yeah yeah yeah. That's my shit. That's my shit. Um. Yeah. All right. My camera's about to die, so I want to make sure I try to end this off well. Like, I got a solid hour out of me. That's good. That's great. Well, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, y'all already know what to do. Leave a rate and review, and that's the best way you can support our podcast. Another great way for you to support our podcast is join the freaking Patreon. Just a dollar a month, guys, and what that money goes to, it goes to help funding our careers as full-time content creators and help us upgrade some gear and possibly even buy a studio. So do that for us, guys. That's the best way for you to support our podcast. And last but certainly not least, go follow your socials. It's Entangled Thoughts on all social media except for instagram we are not on instagram not yet at least uh and at just justice the poet on twitter and only poetic justice everywhere else and for you know cedric he's not with us right now but he, aka said he love said he dot love everywhere um you already know but the the description of the link for those descriptions will be in the episode bio it's been another great episode of the entangled thoughts podcast i am your host poetic justice here as humbly as i can and remember keep them thoughts out your bed and uh keep them in your mind good night guys whoa hold it there Let's take a quick break to pay some bills. This episode is proudly sponsored by the patrons on Patreon. Join our Patreon, guys, and get access to hours of unreleased bonus content. We have our $1 tier, a.k.a. the kingdom of our Patreon. And the reason why we do this, it gives you access to our main podcast shoutouts and bonus podcasts. Not only that, you also get access to our Discord server. And then we also have our $5 tier where you get all the above and plus access to ask us questions via our Discord. And last but certainly not least, we have our $10 tier which gives you access to weekly vlogs and exclusive VIP access to any future events that we will be holding. So join our Patreon today, guys, and support us and the podcast.